And literally, I'm not lying. He had a he had a big red onion, a big red onion with a knife that I'm not kidding you was was as big as a machete. I think it was a bread. It was a bread knife, like yeah, a loaf. It looked like a bread knife, but it might have been made of Valerian steel. It literally <laughs> could cut a body in half. <laughs> and he had no. And and right in the drawer beside him was a a, a beautiful like paring knife that he could have easily cut the uh, the onions with. But he had he was. <laughs> They have a poker table there. He had no cutting board, no no paper towels, no nothing to wipe his hands on, and he was cutting right on the poker table where guys weekly pay, play. The poker. onions were going into the slots where they have the poker. Right. Chips. So the next guy picked up a chip that to, was going to have an onion on his chip. So I guess they would say, "Oh, do we have to throw an onion in also when we ante I up? raise you an onion." <laughs> Listening to the Pine Room Podcast, the home of sports, gambling, entertainment, and whatever the hell else has gone on this week. So pull up a seat by the fire, crack open a cold one, and make sure to get your bets in. Welcome to the Pine Room. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is podcast of the Pine Room Podcast, episode two. We had an awesome, uh, awesome recording last week. We came in here, we, uh, you know, we we ironed some stuff out, and actually, it went really well. We've been, I've heard some stuff from people out in the community, and if you listen to the last episode, we really appreciate you listening to it. I mean, if you listen all the way through, really means a lot. I know it it sounds like we just come in here and shoot the shit, but uh, we've been we put a lot of work into this thing. It, it means a lot if you sit down and listen to it, and and you know, give us some honest feedback. So yeah, that that was uh, it was good to see uh, people's reactions to it we got a lot of stuff to, to talk about this week there's some crazy stuff in the news we got sports we got a little bit of drama in the in the in the uh, entertainment world and first off before we get into anything i want to get into uh, some updates as far as the pine room coming up uh we have some stuff in the works right now for our home studio right now we're still down here in the capitol building in iheart radio studio which we want to thank craig bomber um, our producer mason Corey Klug, thank you for uh, letting us come down here and record as always. But in the next couple weeks, within maybe two weeks, we're going to be up at the Pine Room, and you're going to get you get to see stuff visually. We got some cameras coming in. We're going to have a full decked out set for for you guys to see. And and I want to give a shout out to cousin Mike, who's been working really hard on getting this set ready. It's unbelievable. I saw it in person today. You guys, nobody in the studio right now has seen it. So when you guys see it, it you guys are going to, it's, it's, it's top notch. Mike does unbelievable work, but uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. How's it compared to that bocce court out back though? I, well, I mean, they're, they're two to, you can't compare the two because I mean, but it's on par with, with anything in the professional sphere. But, yeah, I just want to give a, that, that shout-out, give you guys a few updates. Um, we're going to be down here in the studio for another two weeks. So you're going to be here, here in this format. You won't see us for the next two weeks. But uh, after that, we're going to get our cameras in. We got cameras coming in. I think April 3rd we got our cameras coming in, so we might put them in the studio. And, uh, yeah, but that, as far as updates, I think that, as far as what I want to cover right now, that's that's what we got going on. Also, real quick, follow us on Twitter. We're, the, we're at Pine Room Podcast. I couldn't put the the in there because there's too many too many letters. But uh, follow us at Pine Room Podcast on Twitter, and then on Instagram we're the Pine Room Podcast, and then on Facebook we're also the Pine Room Podcast. So again, Twitter Pine Room Podcast, Instagram the Pine Room Podcast, Facebook the Pine Room Podcast. Yeah, I think we should go right into uh, 
Big exciting weekend and uh, follow up on what we did last week with uh, our brackets. You know the uh, predictions by you, which were just, how about my uh, peacocks? I, I mean, they what, did very good. impressive. They very, did very, all right. Why not? Right? Very yeah. impressive. How did you know they were going to do that? I just had it. You know, it's just my knowledge. Hey, I'm, real quick, um, I don't think we introduced Jarrett and Cooley last time. They weren't here, so we got we got Jub's brother Jarrett, the second twin, Mister Baseball for West Liberty, and then we also have Tyler Cooley, who's making his first appearance with us. He's a he's a big baseball manager now, so he's he's a he's a big timer. So, all right, Jarrett, welcome. Yeah, uh, thanks for the uh, the the I guess the introduction, Matt, um, and the aforementioned Jarrett from last week. I think I was. I think I was the builder last week. Is that what I the the COVID nineteen builder? Yes. Is that what I was? Yes, you were the was, COVID mule, and uh, now they can put a voice with with all your great work yes, when they yeah. see it. I, I'm person. Jared. I, I'm I'm glad to be here. All glad right. to be here. And our, our other mentioned baseball manager Cooley, he, he had a big big win with his his Trojans, his Moundsville Trojans, the other day. That's huge. Cools, tell us about that. Yeah, we won seven to one. The boys played good, you know? and I'm excited to be here on the podcast. You probably saw me on the clip on Instagram if you go follow us. I made a bet with uh, Soup Campbell over here. I plan on having him having to take the uh, ACT Bay soon. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, two things. One, Jarrett looks like a professional with his headphones on and his long hair over there. So, and and number two, I will not be taking the ACT. Mitch Trubisky is going to throw for four thousand four hundred twenty-eight yards. Tom Brady will throw for three thousand two hundred eighteen, and the Buccaneers will only win eight games. Thank you very much. Yeah, cool. So uh, what's your age group? What age group did your coach in? What's the age group you're coaching? Oh, middle school. Okay. Middle school baseball, All yeah. right, good deal. Yeah. Yeah. He's coaching the young box. I was going to say, I wasn't sure because I knew that you were doing your student teaching and stuff like that, but I wasn't sure of the age group of that. So yeah. are you having fun with that? Yeah, it's great. I've been loving it. Is it's the kids awesome. cool? Yeah. It's, we've got a great team. Great atmosphere. How it's about awesome. the parents, though? Like, have the parents been cool or have you had any? Uh, yeah, we have. I mean, it's honestly been great. The parents have been cool. Everything's been going pretty smoothly. So, yeah. cool. This is a stepping stone to what? Where Where will this end? I, I, I mean, are we going to end up seeing you on TV or is it? Yeah. Is it just. End is this goal. the beginning of of what you know what's going to be just a, a major coaching career? Yeah, so I plan on being the coach K of baseball. Ooh. Oh, Bay here. Bay, big goals I got here. What wow. the Bay's Tampa Bay Bay's? Hey, I bet Coach K started at the middle school level. I'm sure he did and oh. worked his way up. He never had to work on a field though. All he had to do was <laughs> dust off a, a basketball court and roll the balls out. Yeah, you 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 don't enjoy that working on the field too much, do you? No, well, I can't say because I've never done it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I what, actually they I, drop the mic and walk out on that. <laughs> drop the mic and walk out. I actually remember that that when we played high school together uh, when we had a field day. Actually, the first time that you ever cut grass was on the infield of Wheeling Park's field. And it was an experience. Yeah. Well, one thing that uh, we were talking about yesterday uh, when I was up at your guys' game, I I think I was talking to uh, one of one of your guys' coaches, and it's funny uh, how a lot of people complain about, uh, you know, sometimes basketball being a tough sport and stuff like that. But, you know, everybody can – everybody anybody can roll balls out into a 71-degree, uh, you know, gymnasium and play a game, whereas you got to battle. I mean, today – what it the wind's blowing thirty miles an hour and it just dropped down twenty degrees. I wish there were cameras in here because we've played at the collegiate level some games when that snow is coming down and you can't feel your fingers and you're expected to hit a ninety mile an hour fastball and you are miserable out on the field. And at some point, you have to think that it's unsafe. Really, <laughs> I mean, Jared, you would know right now. You're the guy in the in the hazard area right now playing those games at West Liberty all the time. Yeah, we. I mean, we so had a couple worst uh, climate in the world in the spring. Horrible. So here's horrible. the question: Is it worse for a pitcher or is it worse for the hitter? 
I would say, well, with pitching, at least in my experience, once you get warmed up, it, the hardest part is getting warmed up for the first for your first inning. Because after you get there, you kind of as long as you can stay warm in between innings, I think you're all right. I mean, I, I mean, there, yeah, I think it's hardest on the parents and the spectators <laughs> and the people that are doing the auxiliary jobs at the game. That's the worst. Literally sitting there freezing your ass off. I would say for me, even more than than hitting is defense. I mean, I'm out on third base and. My hands, I, I, if I get a ground ball, I mean, I got stones on my hands. I feel like, I mean, trying to throw a ball across the diamond. But I think, I think more definitely the the pitcher, I would say, has the advantage. And and then you know the greatest thing of all time is when it's like thirty eight degrees and you hit a ball off the handle or you hit it off the end of the bat and your your hands feel like they're gonna shatter into a million pieces. That's always fun. Hey, Jub, when did you ever hit one off the handle? Yeah, it's been a proud. I'd say probably close to a decade now. Uh, what was that? Redbirds. Yeah, Is Redbirds. That... Yeah, yeah. My my. Second year Mustang. We're flipping sports here, but just to go on a quick little tangent, Jub is a flag football star, and he said that he never got to touch a flag or touch the ball. Yeah, no, was, I, I tell everybody that. I always say, hey, you want to you know how, how well I did in flag football, my flag football career, and I, I never touched the ball and I never got a flag. And and to turn to basketball a minute, you ever see him shoot a jump shot? Yeah. He okay. literally doesn't know what hand he is his dominant hand I, when he shoots a basketball. It's embarrassing. Does he so, do a Larry but, Foy by chance? No. Pop. Call. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think you confused because I'm left-handed in everything that I do. So I do everything. I mean, the only thing I don't do with my left hand is cut with scissors and shoot a gun. That's the only thing I don't do with my left hand. But I shoot basketball right-handed, I think. <laughs> And you, I think you're confused about me shooting a basketball. You're expecting me to shoot left-handed. When it, it must run in your family because your twin brother sitting right next to you is the most unathletic person I've seen when he touches a basketball or a football. I disagree fully with that. Well, and and somebody told me the other day, uh, uh, they were like, you know, you 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 were a pitcher, you can throw a football, right? You have to be able to throw a football. I can't throw a football to save my life. I throw it up, it looks like a duck every single time. It's a horrible duck. It spins horizontally. I wish Cooley could, we had a camera because Cooley just imitated the way you shoot a basketball. That's no, exactly the way. Yes, you the do. If, if, like for yes. anybody that's just listening, it you it's like you put your hands straight out in front of you and just bend your wrist outward, and that's not true. That's just yeah, not. Yes, it is. He's a neutral It's like shooter. the reverse of the, the gator chomp thing they do. Okay. Do you shoot a free throw underhand? Yeah, the granny shot. There it is. It's my hey, favorite shot solid. ever. Right, there yeah. you go. I right. do, I, on, the, on the free throw line, I do two spins and a granny shot. Like the Indiana guy. Exactly. Right? The Hoosier. Hey, hey, Jeff, a little segue. Speaking of Indiana, I, I'm, I got a bone to pick with the, the, what's going on in this country about the, um, about the cheerleader saving the ball. Okay. Why is the guy, the dudes that are holding the cheerleaders up not getting any kudos? I tell you this much all the time. I, I talk to people. That is honestly, if you think about the pure brute strength of somebody that is lifting somebody up like that, it's truly impressive. Those girls are making all the money, and these dudes are the ones that are holding them up, and they. Yeah. they Pudge Coward. Didn't That's what I'm that? saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I think that like I, I think dudes that that are cheerleaders they catch a lot of flack for being cheerleaders. But I mean, you have to be in in immaculate, immaculate. physical shape to be a cheerleader. Absolutely, uh, Derek Stickles. If you guys remember him, you do, Coach. Uh, really good football player and wrestler. He was a cheerleader at West Liberty. 
He was unbelievable. And Nick Babel, a, a starting left tackle at West Liberty, three-time all-conference. Here's the best part about that. So my niece was about the same age as Derek Stickles and did dance her whole life. And Derek Stickles was on the dance team at a young, young age. And that dude was a badass at a young age. Wasn't he just incredible? I mean, Backflips and all kinds of stuff. But here's the thing about it. Like, he was one muscle, like, at 12 years old. Like, yeah. I mean, just built at 12 years. Just one of those freaks of nature, I think. Absolutely. The yeah. kid from Wheeling Park, Adam. Uh, is it Adam Carmen or? Uh, He's a badass dude, yes. Yeah, he was OVAC champion, I believe, in wrestling. And he and he's and he likes cheering more than he likes wrestling, and he's a badass wrestler. I think he was OVAC champ and, and stood on a podium at the state. Extremely impressive. Um, but anyway, I think those guys should be getting kudos for legit for sure. Well, then 100%. then let's say it here: if we can figure out their names by the end of the podcast, if anybody can, if soup, I'm going to make you do this. Uh, if you can figure out their names, they're going to get their first shout-out here on the Pine Room Podcast. I think that's fair. Shout them out. That, I like I that. Hey, Joe, do we have an email address yet? Yeah, we do. That's a good point. Yeah, drop that so that people can send us that hate mail. Yeah, I can't so wait you for can that. send us hate mail. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't send us yeah anything too not safe for work. But our email address is contact at thepineroompodcast.com. We have our own domain now. So eventually we're going to have a website. That's in the works right now. So you're going you're gonna to see that up soon. Um, and that'll have all kinds of stuff. History on the Pine Room. It'll have a little roster breakdown, everybody, and, and you'll get to know Ooh. us a whole lot better through that. But, uh, yeah, contact at thepineroompodcast.com. You can send in questions. You can send in, and you'll hear the stinger in the middle of this episode, but uh, you can send in questions. You can send in any comments, and especially if you want to send in topics for us to discuss because we always, you know, we like to we like to kind of mix it up, talk about stuff that other people have perspective on. All right, Joe, real quick, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Cassidy Cerny and Nathan Paris for holding up Cassidy. Those are the two? Yes. All right. All right. Well done, Cassidy and Nathan, was it? Nathan. All right, they are great. Well, you have our kudos here at the Pioneer Future Broadcast. stars. Legit. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pine Room Podcast for updates, information, and highlights of past shows. So throw another log in the fire, get a refill, and remember if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. So let's roll into the final four. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. go. Let's go, yeah, Matt. How about this, final Matt. Four? You had a you had a monster sheet in your sweet <laughs> yeah. sixteen. Yeah, I was I was on the money as usual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, my hurricanes looked good for about twenty minutes, and then it was a uh, very painful death. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I'm going to pass it along to the next guy because I, I'm I'm about done with basketball. I'm, I'm I can't wait for it to end. I, Job, I feel what you always feel. I just can't wait for this stuff to be over. I, I was with Matt uh, during his debacle with the Hurricanes, and I, I had to console him because he, he he literally turned away, and I, I forget what he ended up watching. I think there might have been a bowling match on or something that, that took your mind <laughs> off of your 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 disaster. Yeah, some uh, some billiards, uh, some uh, slow pitch softball, and uh, a little bit of NASCAR. But a really awesome track. Well, I'm, that, and are you talking about the race that we that we watched it? Uh, yes, the yeah. Coda race. That, that was, was really really fun. Uh, we got a bad bad scout out by uh, Chris and a couple other guys uh, yeah. telling us that track sucked. Like, They're full of shit because that was a really good race. <laughs> really really exciting for a road course, and they have like hairpin turns, like they have like Chicken Neck Hill or something. Yeah. Here. It's it, like they're driving down through wheeling. Yeah, and they they were, uh, it, but you'll uh, real quick. You'll meet Chris. Chris is another one of us, and you'll meet him soon. But they, it, one of the things that we point out was one of the guys 
I can't remember exactly what it was, but they went off the track and they went into gravel. And and one of the things that we were laughing about was it was like Chris said that it was like he put six packs of pea gravel in the back of his car and sliced them open before he came around his turn. I think it was uh, was it Joey Logano? I think I think it was. I think Joey he had Logano. stuff shooting out of his exhaust. Yeah, yeah, he had pea gravel shooting out of his car and all of the other cars. It was like Mario Kart. Well, whose dog was in the picture with Chris at the bar? That was uh, our the bartender. Oh, Megan, uh, Megan Boo. Boo. Shout out Megan Boo, yeah. best bartender around. And yeah, how many how many dogs does she have, Matt? Well, I, the last count, I believe it was fourteen that are living. Uh, it, each week, I ask her dog report. You know, and you never know when one is going to go down or a cat's going to sneak into the mix. Are or, you being facetious? No, I'm literally not. fourteen. I, I am not. I, oh. Literally fourteen of them, and I don't know all their names. Yeah. Obviously, Matt, was it was it more than fourteen recently? Yeah, I think it might have got up to towards seventeen, but I think. Uh, one of them, Adam, he passed away recently. Chris gave him last rites. I think Chris held him, and the next day he was dead. Matt, is, who's the guy? Who was the guy in the football player that they asked him to name all his kids? Remember, like, oh, and he couldn't remember. He tried to go through all his kids' names. Uh, Cromartie. Cromartie. Yeah, yeah. And they said Antonio Cromartie. Right? Had like seven or eight kids, yeah. and he's asking to name all of them. He couldn't he name them no, all. He had no shot. He, I'm not sure he got through half. Well, so that poor lady. Sure as hell can't name all 14 dogs, right? Uh, I, get, I got more faith in Megan Booth than Antonio Cromartie. <laughs> well, shit, my, my dad has trouble with me and Jubb sometimes, so <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine with, with eight. Real quick, you won a bet. Last week, you put a bet in. At the, end of the, at the end of the show, you put a bet in, and you hit the bet because somebody, I didn't recognize he it. He hit both of them, Jubb. He had that's, two. That's true. Somebody, uh, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but she brought it up because she listened to the podcast, and she said you won both of those bets. Well, I haven't hit the number one C because Kansas is still alive. So I need, I need. Oh yeah, that's right. I needed Matt uh, uh, Keynes to beat Kansas, and that didn't work. I let everyone down, but I still have (laughs) Kansas as the number one seed. Which I think you're okay because Villanova is going to take care of that. Ooh, what about that dude getting hurt? That's the thing I'm saying too. Uh, But the other one I did hit. My my total sum of seeds was in the final four was above eleven and a half, and I I got that one in. But that's actually a really cool bet. That's a really. Cool I still bet. don't. I still don't have the other one. There's some really cool bet, prop bets now for the final four. If you guys go on, there's some really, really cool bets. So, so. who's who's everybody thinks going to win? Because I think that's what we were originally talking about. We might as well just go around real quick. I, I, I don't give a shit. So move along. <laughs> I have that future bet on Duke. So I need those. Uh, I need Coach K and company to take care of business. And you did not hedge that bet. No. Yet? No. Oh, I'm, you're riding yeah, it out. Huh? Okay. Ride. All right. Uh, tough guy. Bon- yeah, Bonchero or what's his name? Yeah, Bonchero. Yeah, he's my favorite player in the country. <laughs> He'll be there one year and he never even remember he played at Duke. Uh, one thing that <laughs> I this is I, and this is going to show how much I don't care. I have not watched any of the games, so I literally don't know who is in the Final Four. Jarrett just had to pull it up right now to give me a look. Um, <laughs> I believe is is in. Vanilla ice cream still in. Vanilla ice cream is still left. So for I'm going to start us off here, or, or did did we already start here? I'm, no, I pass. I'm, I, 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 say, I'm rooting for vanilla ice cream with you. I'm going to say vanilla ice cream, cherry on top. We are going to get a win, uh, and I say we. We are going to get a win uh, in the national championship. I can confirm that he just leaned over, took his headphones off, and said, "Are those the four teams <laughs> left?" But I'd say I think for me, we all win. If Duke wins because Soup wins, Dad wins. Well, Vanilla Ice Cream doesn't win, but Soup wins his bet and Dad wins his bet. Oh, my number one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So let's go with Duke. Fair enough. So I'm going Duke, Kansas, Duke beating Kansas. And here's your lock because it, it came from tonight. Uh, talking to somebody that is uh, very knowledgeable about the sports business. And he said, uh, Jeffrey, who do you like between North Carolina and Duke? I said, I'll be honest. I think they're both probably playing the best basketball right now. 
And he goes, uh, the line's about four. And he said, I said, yeah. And he goes, they're begging you to take North Carolina. I'm like, yeah, that's probably what they're doing. He goes, so you know what you do? You take Duke. So there's your lock Agreed. of the week. Lock of the week. I'm all over that, and I'm so pumped to hear that because if the Duke Blue Devils make the national championship, then I'm the biggest Duke fan. And shout out Isaac Ryan because he kind of steered me towards that to end up taking Duke because every other night Isaac Ryan is is arguing with Chad Mathis about why Duke is the best team in the country. So let's go Blue Devils. Cools, what do you got? I think Kansas wins it all, and I think UNC beats Duke this week. I'm sorry. Steve. You're wearing Carolina sorry, Blues. Code. Cools. Yeah, Carolina Blue on right now. Yeah, I'm I'm repping, and I think UNC wins, but I think they win by minus four and a half as well. Oh, you think you you think uh, Carolina's going to cover the reverse spread? line? I do. Well, they're plus four right now, but I would take them plus or minus four and a half. Ooh, little you. little alt, alternate line action yeah. for Cools. Cools, I like that. I like that. Get a good price on that. Good for you. Kools. I think we're I over, like that. I think we're overlooking here. Who gives a shit who wins? Who covers? Yeah. Right. Who covers and then who hits the uh, the squares on those big expensive boards that we all waste our money on? Exactly. Hey, I'll tell you what. Since this is our second show, I just want to make sure everybody aware. We actually have a little bit of an audience that keeps on walking in and actually looking yeah. in here to see what the hell is going on. So our first podcast audience right yeah. now. How, how about that? Yeah. When, we, when we're coming downtown today, I'm, I'm driving here. I'm like, Jesus, is Frank Sinatra in town? It's been people everywhere. Cool's but, got escorted by two crackheads up here, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> Matt, is there is there any heavy uh, public action either way you're uh, seeing? It, to go off what Jeff was just saying a little bit ago about uh, Carolina kind of being the darling team, um, people that especially people that don't like Duke are getting on Carolina pretty good right now because because uh, of those points and the fact that they beat them the last time a lot. So early on, you're seeing some public showing on Carolina, and uh, I would say in the other game, people are betting Kansas. A little bit more than Villanova, just because of that injury concern for Nova. But nothing, nothing too big yet. Most of these guys will wait till till the weekend to start firing. So we've taken a little bit of action, but nothing, nothing serious. Anything yet. on a totals yet? Either. either uh, both games getting played over right now, just because people want points. Yeah. They they bet what they want to see. They they don't bet what now, they do think is going to happen. Do you guys have all the props over your way too? Yeah, yeah. We posted all our player props and everything today. Game props, player props. Did yeah. the do your did it did the props get as unique? For the final four in a championship game, as they do for the Super Bowl, like you know, national anthem length, coin toss. Not, I mean, obviously not for basketball, but do they get as unique? No, no, definitely not. Um, I mean, you can get creative a little bit with some of the basketball stuff, but the Super Bowl brings out so many more betters, the, the casual better, whereas this does not. There's a lot of fatigue in this Final Four. T- people don't like. like. If you're not a Duke fan or a Carolina fan, they, you don't want to see these teams. People hate Kansas, most of the country. And uh, Villanova's uh, people, most people kind of like Jay Wright in that program, but it, there's a lot of fatigue there. So you don't get your your general person like a ladies coming out and betting like they do the Super Bowl. So you don't have that following quite the same as, as a Super Bowl game. Um, it's 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 definitely a, a smaller handle for for us. But I mean, you still can get decent props, but nothing nothing along the lines of the anthem and those fun things, the Gatorade and all that kind of stuff. Do you think of Do you think of St. Peter's would have would have happened to made the final four do you think the the you know the interest and the the money would have been different yeah i think um i think it would have drawn in kind of the outsider who likes underdogs a lot of people do like underdogs uh it doesn't necessarily make for the best basketball as we saw right. last weekend right but uh yeah no it, it would have affected it and we would have had blind people betting st peter's just for the story and uh, i don't know if you guys saw up in, in jersey uh, they had to turn people away. Everybody wanted to bet St. Peter's. The books ended up doing good because uh, St. Peter's went on that run 
thanks to Job blessing them. But uh, yeah, they couldn't bet it in Jersey. You're not allowed to bet on teams within the state in Jersey. So that was interesting. Some of the books in Nevada actually took the game down, and they would only let you bet Purdue, actually. Actually, they didn't take the game down. They took the money line for St. Peter's down. They only let you bet Purdue because they were getting hammered so bad. I know Circa Sportsbook was really, really getting just blasted with St. Peter's money line bets. So there, yeah. there was a lot of vulnerability. I think everybody was happy on the casino side that they got knocked out finally. This might be a dumb question, but at the beginning of March Madness, do you see more people throwing money down at the beginning or towards the end? Beginning, absolutely. Thursday and Friday, those first two days are bigger than the Super Bowl. For us, both days were um, they're the biggest days of the year by far. And then – then it starts to – it's a little bit of a downtick on Saturday and Sunday, the first weekend, and then by this past weekend, it's just for serious basketball people only. All the fun aspect is kind of worn off. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, do the bets the, the bets get more serious? Like, do they, they get it serious as in guys uh, that know what they're talking about, or do they just have, you know, uh, the money? Yep, guys who pay attention more. Uh, early on, you're going to get a lot of public money just blind play on teams they like or teams the mascots they like or whatever that you're going to get people betting on the first Thursday and Friday. But you also get people coming in taking shots because you have all those games up and people are looking for soft lines as the games dwindle down and there's only – four games and two games and then the, the odds makers can spend a little bit more time on b- making sure those numbers or where they want up those lines quickly on the Sunday night of selection show night uh it, you know there's gonna there's bound to be a game out there where it's gonna be off and usually the pro guys are hitting those things really hard so they'll kind of tell you where you messed up with the lines making so yeah. it, that's an interesting aspect of the first weekend but just to answer your question it's definitely more popular the first weekend than it is now the final four. Now do guys like do guys like Job who who you know digs into <laughs> yeah, the boy. fact do they, do guys like that yeah, scare boy. you when they come in and he, you know he gave you that that analysis last week of you know the, you know his picks that has to like have you guys shaking over there strikes fear suitcase yeah say strikes fear I mean that's I, I get fearful every morning when I see Schneid dog coming in there well, I, mean, I get. He gives out winners what? more than Job. Actually. Well, how about Champ? Does that that? Well, gonna... I mean, he, he, yeah, I mean, <laughs> guys like him, man, they they can move the lines with what they're putting down. Well, so. when when he throws a ten down instead of a five, what what do you guys do? Do you look at each other and say, "Yeah, call the ball, we better, call our yeah, boss"? We better see if we can accept this bet. I'm not really sure, but no, yeah. yeah I mean, those the small time people, the guys like Job who are just throwing parlays together. Sometimes they get lucky. Sometimes. You'll see guys in there that have never done it before, and they'll put together a ten team, and they'll hit it, and then they then they get addicted, and they think they're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not me though. No, no, I, no. I, you know, I, it, it, it takes that. a lot of it takes a lot of dedication to do what I do, and I know I get taken lightly, but it's serious stuff. Job, I, I might need you to put together a graphic for me. I'm not sure what Coach Dell's record was last week when he picked, but he did go one and zero on something. He correctly predicted the snow when nobody else had it coming. And he's one to know on weather updates. So, Coach Dell, here's a huge one. Do you predict any more snow for the rest of the year until we get into October and November? Yeah, nothing more than a trace. We're we're done with snow. The, tomorrow morning may be your last trace of snow that you see for the rest of the uh, the year. That's just my humble opinion, as you know, my meteorological mind saying that maybe a they dusting tomorrow. But if what they, the farmers' almanac say? Well, hmm. Cooley's over here punching the air because he wants any excuse to get out of school. Cools, you hate snow though. You're a Floridian. I absolutely hate it, but when I get a chance to sleep in, I'll take it. Yeah, good trade off. <laughs> I agree. Enough.
uh, if anybody's been watching the the uh, you know the news recently uh, about as far as pop culture and, and media, we had a big event. And I put that in massive air quotes. If anybody has watched the Oscars, um, I know we watched it down uh, at the club the other day, and and I re- we know I wasn't really paying much that paying that much attention to it. And then I get home and I'm looking on you know YouTube and and Twitter and stuff, and I just see you know tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet of this Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, which, um, you know, I want to go around here and kind of get your guys' thoughts on what exactly happened. Now, if you didn't know, which you'd be insane if you didn't know what happened, but basically... Hey, that's about as unbelievable as not knowing who's in the Final Four, right? Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'm fair just enough, kidding, Fair Joel. enough. <laughs> hey, if you didn't see it, Chris, uh, Chris Rock made a joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Didn't go over well with uh, Mr. Will Smith. Uh, he got upset. And didn't he laugh at first? Though? Well, yeah, that's the big thing. He and he, he looked, and I think he got he he. Um, now, if you don't know, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have had their fair share of issues over the past, you know, decade. You know, that's she, very rare for celebrity marriages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. somewhat of an open marriage. That's and it, the crazy it, and part. And it is an open mm. marriage. And I, I, and for the first time yesterday, I saw they had some sit down interview where they're talking about where she's just openly talking to the media and him for the first time about her just going off and and I think he I think she was she was doing stuff with her son's friend I I, I don't know what his name is I think it was August August something don't know the last name. yeah August Alcina he is he's a rapper which um he uh, I, I guess she you know she that they you know that that's been in the public eye for for a while and then he got he got upset with it uh, after I think she he saw that she wasn't very up, uh, happy with the joke and now if you don't know the joke Chris Rock said alluded to uh, Jada Pinkett Smith hair looking to GI Jane, which is a show, which is a movie back in like 1998. Yeah, I think. Demi Moore. Demi Moore, yeah, and and uh, she's got a real close uh, cut hair, and I guess I guess Jada Pinkett Smith uh, has alopecia, which is, you know contributes to the hair loss, so she shaved her hair short. Chris Rock, I guess, didn't know a thing about it, and yeah, it it didn't go over well. I just I, I don't get how. And, and someone sent me a video the other day from the Oscars like five or six years ago. Chris Rock made an unbelievable joke. The whole crowd laughed. Every single celebrity in there, five or six years forward now, joke made that was funny. It was a joke. That whole crowd shuts down. It's just people have cancel gotten, culture. Yeah, it's how, terrible. How can how can that cancel culture be? It's just it's sickening. Well, it really is. It's it's. I think it's gotten to the point where. You know, I, Chris Rock is one of the all-time greats as far Period. as comedy yes. goes. Period. I mean, especially modern era, because I mean, a lot of the guys that I would consider the great comics are guys from years back in the eighties yeah, like and the stuff. George he's he's and, legitimately good nowadays, and I don't say that about many of those. Yeah, guys. I mean, and he's famous. I mean, in multiple movies, TV. I mean, TV and his comedy, and I think. I mean, if you're going to a, a public gathering where there's going to be comedy and there's going to be people that are going to take jokes at you, you kind of you kind of sign a verbal contract that this is what you're in for. So I think that just my opinion was the joke out of taste. No, to me, I think it was it was it was a pretty light joke. I think that you know did if he would have known that she had it in, in this illness, maybe you know maybe it's it's something to think about. But I think uh, to me, I watched a couple interviews, and I, I know Jim Carrey, who's a big, we're all big a fan of. He slammed Will Smith pretty hard, um, and, which I thought was great. Yeah, absolutely great. Yeah, and, and I absolutely love Will Smith. And in, in the best video I saw, somebody edited 
Will Smith as Oscar from Shark Tale walking up there on stage, <laughs> and and Chris Rock was over there as Donkey, and and Oscar came up and slapped him. And yeah, I think I think a lot of credit needs to go to Chris Rock too, the way that he handled it. You know, saying Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, and then <laughs> right back into whatever segment he was, and he just you know he kind of went with it. You know, you got a, millions of people watching you, and he, I'm sure he wanted to say a lot of probably offensive jokes but the way he handled it definitely i think was was impressive well, true professional it, on that because i mean you could imagine what was going through his mind at the time yeah he wanted to just unload on the dude and you could see he he i think he he, he said something like i could he, he like, yeah he muttered it he said of. i could it's something like that yeah but it could have got a lot of lot worse than what it was and i think it honestly if the slap was just the slap I think it wouldn't have went over as bad. It wasn't as bad until he started yelling up onto the stage, which to me was most odd. When I first saw it for the first time, I just wanted to turn my turn it off. I was so embarrassed by the whole thing. And I heard, I've read things where the whole uh, audience was just the whole the whole environment was was miserable. And it sucks that a lot of the people that put a whole a lot of work into all their stuff. And I you know I've I've listened and read that how much work it takes to do all the stuff. Not let alone just be at the at the Oscars takes so much work. To, to be where you are and get there, and to take that away from all those people just sucks. And so, what do you think ultimately will happen to Will Smith? Have they made? Have the Oscar uh, people made a final decision? You know, I don't know, but he's one of the best actors ever. So he's kind of on that pedestal that people make a good point that if anybody else went up there and did that, there would probably be different consequences. Which it, you get that he's one of the best actors ever. Same with Chris Rock, hilarious comedian. And it's something that I honestly think is going to get wiped under the rug yeah. here, in, here in a couple of weeks. And I, I guess I read that that the Oscars, the Oscars put out an official, the Academy's put out an official statement that they had asked him after he had slapped him, they had asked him to leave. They were they had asked him to leave the venue, and he refused. So you know, I, I don't know if that will play into anything, but I know they said they they should have handled it differently. I don't know. I, you Security know, did a nice job. I got to give a shout out to them. Which yeah. is just it, it's kind of beyond belief that you can get away. I mean, in any other public setting, you know, you go to jail. I, yes, you go to jail. And I think, in honesty, and I, I don't disagree with you, Soup. I think they should make an example out of him. I don't care what kind of actor he is, because I agree. The common folk goes up and smacks somebody across the yeah. face. You go to jail. And yeah. I think it's an absolute joke if you want to know the truth. And I think it just true, truly shows how our society is going right now. Yeah. And it's truly the big picture. And I think back to the crowd side of things, when he went and he accepted his award and the way that all those people stood up and clapped for him, I think yeah. it's just absolutely disgusting it, if you want to know the truth. Because they truly, at the end of the day, they were supporting that. Absolutely, Jeff. 100% yeah. agree. And it's just, it, and I think it goes to show that that Hollywood, that Hollywood circle is so far removed from the rest of society and it just kind of like you said it's kind of sickening to to watch all that and and him even get praised after after doing what he did but you know to go along with this i got a quote here from amy schumer who is a, <laughs> who is an actress in hollywood you want to call her an actress well uh. yeah it, it, you can see from this quote she says she's still triggered and traumatized from the slap and she says I'm waiting for the sickening feeling to go away from what we all witnessed. Who who is she, whose side is she on? I I don't really know. If she's she's on a, a comic. Side. She should I, be on Chris Rock's side, right? I, I think yeah. I just threw up right there. Well, to be very honest. Did. That is so gross. And, and she should just shut the fuck up because she doesn't know anything about real life. Obviously, <laughs> and, and none of these people do. I That's love the her. problem. She's a so I, I think they're so far. She's removed, a terrible Matt. actress. Matt, you're so true though. But that. you know what? I don't dislike her. I think she's funny and she says foul shit and it's 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 amusing, but. 
She's out of touch with reality. Who would listen to anything she said? And and I think uh, also some people are going to use this. You know, people that were there are going to use it as a platform to say, hey, this is how it affected me, and this is how I'm sickened by it, which is kind of, you know, again, goes to show you that the the Hollywood, you know. Have we heard from LeBron yet? I'm waiting on <laughs> Oh, this. yeah. I'll give it time. Yes, we don't have out on the bottom line. I'm waiting on pins and needles because I, I, don't, I don't react till I hear from LeBron. But the sad thing about that is, is they talked about the other day on how bad this is going to open up a can of worms where they have to put more security now at comedy clubs because it's going to open up the can of worms where everybody and their mother's just going to think it's okay to go up and slap oh, the comedian. Yeah. yeah, they'll think they're a big deal. They'll they'll get people will video it and they'll be they'll be famous. Yeah. It, it'll be terrible. Yep. But well, here's the here's the best part. I got this article sent to me today. Here's what's inside the nearly $140,000 gift bag given to Steven Spielberg, Will Smith, and other Oscar nominees. The most expensive item in this year's bag is a $50,000 three-night stay at the Turin Castle in Scotland. Some other things in there, a $15,000 four-night stay, a $10,000 worth of treatments and rejuvenation procedures from doctor from a doctor out there. Cooley, what was that one that you saw about there about they get a new title? Yeah, so if you know me, you know I love Game of Thrones, Last Kingdom. So one of the things I noticed on this list of that gift that they get, it says the title of Lord or the Lady of Glencoe along with a small plot of land in Scotland. Oh, my God. Yeah. As if these people need anything else. Yeah. I mean, Lord. you know how happy I'd be to be called Lord Cooley? <laughs> Lord. Yeah. We can call you that. I like that. Hey, yeah. how about the new Game of Thrones thing coming out, the oh, prequel? How fucking pumped wait. are you guys? Yeah. I, job. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. And when it, is it, August? August 21st. Oh, man. And, and Matt and I— great. Uh, Yeah, remember the old days. Yeah. We used to get together for that towards stuff. The end of the, uh, towards the end of Game of Thrones, we would get down to you know, watch it together and, and you know— uh, I Tailgate know, atmosphere. I know a lot of people shit on the last season, which— I guess I can see, but we had a lot of fun, and I can't wait for this thing to come out. From what I've heard, and what I think George R. R. Martin even said, he's he's really happy with where it's going. So you know, did, I'm, well, did it leave it open? Because uh, I don't want did it leave it open ended to to continue it's on? A, or it's a prequel. You... This is going to be two what two hundred years or yeah, something yeah. like that, or is it two thousand years? I might be way wrong about I, that. I think it's I think it's two thousand. Two thousand sounds yeah. more and right. It did. Yeah. It really did leave it open for a sequel moving forward with right. with Arya and and Jon Snow, and and there were so many cool things that they could have done for sequels i think they're going to absolutely crush this prequel when they go down the road there's going to be some really really cool stuff i think you might see that come back in you know five six seven years i I think it's too soon to do it now but i think Uh, the prequel will be awesome uh, i can't wait yeah Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out i know i mean we got we got the uh new obi-wan kenobi show coming out on disney plus and mandalorian here coming up in may right mandalorian's coming out uh we got some other stuff that i've seen uh we got moon knight coming out on uh i think that might already be out yeah it just came out uh i know (laughs) uh dad's looking at me with uh like uh glassy eyes with the talking about the these shows but um, he because you hate you hate superheroes and all that kind of stuff. I'm not into that too much, but that's cool. I mean, I, you guys like what you like, and I like what I like. But I'm not, into, said, that. He, I'm not right. into that too much. But he uh, he, I know that that Cooley, uh, you're into the Last Kingdom. You just started the Last Kingdom. Utrid. Yeah, you. I wish I had a nickel for every time they say Lord in that. You'd be a millionaire. Uh, I'm so, not nothing more than to be called Lord. I think it's just. <laughs> but it, but it is good. I I enjoyed. I'm glad you enjoy it because yeah, I think great. it's a great show. I My parents started watching it. Cools. I which I told them to watch. And they, my dad loves it. So oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I watched it with show. my buddy Savion, who 
will probably be on a show. Shout out to Say. Yeah, you'll see Say. <laughs> the Italian on. Stallion. Yeah, there's that. that's some good stuff coming up, and we'll talk about, you know, when when new stuff comes out, because we're kind of in limbo where new stuff is, you know, we're in between new things coming out, but when all this new stuff comes out, we might even do, like, a little separate segment just talking about shows and all the stuff that's come out, but uh, we're, we're nearing the end of our time here, so let's go around and start a little bit of our segment. We call it Hot Pit Cold Mug. Yeah. Hot pit cold mug. Hot pit Hello, cold people. Mug. Hello. Look, I'll get us rolling here real quick. So, again, for anyone that didn't get to listen to last week's episode, hot pit is really just anything controversial in your eyes that it's it's happened in the past and you're putting someone really on the hot seat. And cool mug is a prediction you have for the future, something that no one else really agrees with. So, kind of to, to piggy bank off something we were just talking about, my hot pit is Jada Pinkett Smith. What Joe, time out? What? I'm gonna go back. Did you say piggy bank? Yeah, the piggy bank. Like, d- wait. Oh a my se- goodness. Wait a second. Wait <laughs> yeah. a second. To piggy bank. To piggy bank. To piggy bank off of something. <laughs> that's a good pickup because hey. I didn't even pick, I didn't even pick up on. That's a really that's good. Matt and I caught that. Yeah. yeah. We'll put, the, hey, that's the, another. That's another shirt. To piggy bank. Piggy bank off of it. Okay. Anyway, right. go ahead. Let me go. Uh, hot pit. Jada Pinkett Smith because. Will Smith was laughing at Chris Rock's joke before she looked at him with that stare. I can't imagine what he was thinking when she looked at him like that. He immediately was like, I got to go do something or I'm or I'm sleeping on the couch for two weeks. I think she's got him, you know, by the balls. I think he's pretty much, you know, he's he's got his, she's got him so wrapped around her finger that, you know. He's. I mean, if if a look is enough for you to go up and slap a, a famous comedian on on national TV, on your, you know, what else is there to say? Okay, in my cold mug, I absolutely love this one. Food trucks. <laughs> Listen, I'm driving past so many of them now, and I just want to stop at where, every single where one. Where is this you're driving? By? You name it. You Here? Name it. Yeah. We, down this the, place? Down, yeah, down there by Sheets. Um, in Elm Grove, there's so many of them. I want to stop at every single one, try every single thing on their menu because I'm so excited for food trucks. I think that is. I think Where do they park? Where do they eventually <laughs> park? Anywhere. It? You name yeah. the, you name the parking lot. They're there. Like the hibachi ones in the old uh, uh, ABC um, out there by uh, uh, by by uh, Chinese buffet. Chinese uh, buffet. AC. Oh, oh, AC that, or whatever yeah, it was AC, called. Yeah. AC, yeah, yeah. A, not ABC. And then you got AC. um, you got the cheese melt, which is in Warwood, which is actually getting its own building, which is going to be super cool to have that in Warwood because there's not anywhere to eat in Warwood. And then I saw a barbecue truck uh, and, and it parked right beside a donut truck. <laughs> hey, now, that's America right there. That's America, right, America hey, right there. And I'll health. tell you, and I, this this might lead into my cold mug, but. I have two rules in life, and one of them is if you're going to do it, do it right. And the second one is never pass up a donut. So now that I know that there's a donut truck, uh, there's a good chance you're going to see a Ford F-150 parked out by that truck probably every weekday. Well, Avenue Eats, which was an unbelievable restaurant until they had some issues and and, and it had to shut down because the, the kitchen caught on fire. As it burned well, the ground. Yeah. That was that, a major that's issue. A, I guess that's a pretty big issue. Yeah, but there, <laughs> there's there. no brick and mortar anymore. <laughs> they didn't see rats in the kitchen. The place burned down. Yeah. <laughs> was Champ working in the kitchen, man? Yeah, he was cutting the onions. He left the stew pot going yeah, too yeah. high. Speaking of Champ, if you'd have saw we, Sunday, and Matt Matt can attest to this, we... we uh, he 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 actually volunteers and brings some hot dogs and buns in the last two Sundays and then and then his big thing is because he used to do is the Bridge Tavern, he cuts up the onions. So I went I happened to go back because I brought some things also for the kitchen for the guys to eat. I happened to go back in the kitchen 
And literally, I'm not lying. He had a he had a big red onion, a big red onion with a knife that I'm not kidding you was was as big as a machete. I think it was a bread it was a bread knife, like yeah, a loaf. Yeah, it looked like a bread knife, but it might have been made of Valerian steel. It was literally <laughs> could cut a body in half. <laughs> and he had no and and right in the drawer beside him was a a, a beautiful like paring knife that he could have easily cut the uh, the onions with. But he had he was. <laughs> They have a poker table there. He had no cutting board, no no paper towels, no nothing to wipe his hands on, and he was cutting right on the poker table where guys weekly pay, play. The poker. onions were going into the slots where they have the poker. Right. Chips. So the next guy picked up a chip that to, was going to have an onion on his chip. So I guess they would say, "Oh, do we have to throw an onion in also when we ante I up? raise you an onion." <laughs> It was incredible. I, you really, Mark said, he said, you, you have to go back and look at this. And I wasn't going to do it. And then I went back and I, I almost fell on the floor. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. But then Matt's bet of the day is I guarantee he cuts his finger. Five minutes later, he come out of blood all over his finger looking for a band aid and, and didn't, and didn't clean up anything. The, the onions, the knives, the, he said, the onions are ready. I said, what are you going to clean up? Oh, uh, do I need to do that too. And it was it was the most incredible thing. It was onions on the floor, all over his shoes, blood in the onions. Yeah, if you had, if you had a sloppy Joe or a hot dog later in the night, you had some uh, B negative in your uh, onions for sure. Did I hear that right? That Champ volunteered to bring hot yeah, dogs and yeah. buns. Yeah, he's been really good Two about that. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, Once again, bu- there's my diet plan right there. There is my diet plan. Him cutting up shit. There's not a shot in hell. Doyle's well, anyone. Now, not a shot. Now, last so the the first episode we kind of which well the 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 pre first episode so the 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 first first episode that's not going to go out. Uh, we talked about Champ and who he is. We didn't talk about it last episode. So Champ is just a a it we're you know we love him. He's a great. You know, he 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 hangs out with us. He he's one of the pine room. So you'll meet him. You'll you'll get to know him pretty well when the time comes. He, he listen. He enjoyed the seventies very much. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Warwood he's, legend though. He's, he's he's spent a lot of time. Uh, you know, doing some crazy things that that seventies brought on. He know. says he tells us quite often. He's very amazed that he's actually still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get to meet him, and and I think you'll pretty much fall in love with him. We call him a boiled egg. Well, no, I think he he labels yes. himself a boiled egg. He He's did. got the IQ of a boiled egg. I'll say, hey, champ, uh, could you just go over and change the channel on a TV? He says, what do I look like, Einstein? <laughs> <laughs> I said, champ, it's a clicker. You do it at your own home. Yeah, every time there's there's he likes Pringles or stacks. He's like his stacks, his lay stacks, stacks and, and canned oysters. And every time I go to eat one i take the first two off the top and sit them off to the side and then i get i get him i always get him a thing of uh hell of a good dip because he loves that with his his stacks but i i hurry up and put some dip take a spoon and put dip in other bowls because once his hand goes in with one chip his uh, is immediately his little finger goes into the dip and he has he has he has dip all over his little finger the rest of the night. Job, can you kind of get this like picture popped up from Scary Movie when he's got the hand and he says, "My good hand, take my good hand." <laughs> yeah, Champ doesn't really use his his fingertips. It's more he kind of uses his knuckles <laughs> yes. than anything else. It's kind of like a 
the claw. Yeah, like a lobster claw, kind of. That's a good call right there. Yeah, he, well, he had the dip running out running out of the Band-Aid that he had to repair <laughs> here on Sunday. But we love him. We love him. We're not taking the, as they say, taking the Mickey yeah. out of him. We're, we really, he's a, he, you know, we love him. He's a, he's a, you know, an essential Pine Room member now. You'll We're not him. laughing at him. We're laughing no. with him because yeah. if you, once you see him, you're going to, every one of these stories that we're telling, he thinks they're hilarious. So um, let's move on to uh, your hot pick. Well, I, I will move past me. I don't have much this week, but I will say that my cold mug hit. Now, he didn't throw against Morgantown, but he threw the other night against um, Parkersburg. Actually, last night, Luke was my cold mug about making his first start. Three uh, hitless innings, uh, two strikeouts, few too many walks, which uh, Job can relate to. I told him just, uh, just like... <laughs> Job, but uh, three scoreless innings, and uh, the coaches were incredibly complimentary of him. He's uh, he's going to be. You're going to hear about Luke in the future, so I, I'm I'm keeping him on my cold mug uh, radar for for a while. I got to double up on the cold mug for Luke because that's what I was going to say too. So shout out to Luke. He's probably still up at the field right now, helping get things ready, keeping it in order. So uh, Jeff, congrats to you and your son yeah. for a good performance and. Uh, we're all going to make it up to a game here at some point. When know. it's a, when it's above t- twenty two degree uh, wind chill, Chant may even sing the anthem too if we can get there yeah. early enough. That would be huge. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's my cold mug. Uh, my hot what is it? Hot pit boy. I keep forgetting. We're, forgetting we're gonna let's put this. Hot, in. We might hot, we're gonna work. It's tricky. It's <laughs> yeah. tricky. We're gonna workshop this. Uh, so. Yeah. So anyway, my hot pit or the thing that really sucks the worst right now is I am so damn tired of this. NCAA transfer portal oh, in sports yes. from basketball and football. I really think it's ruining college sports, and it, it really uh, it frustrates me a lot. Uh, just for instance, real quick, uh, this North Carolina Duke game, it's a great rivalry and all this stuff, but it's not anything like it was 10, 15 years ago. These guys are all one and done. Everybody transfers. It's not just those schools, but there's, there's no rivalries there. Those guys play each other three times. The other guys, Shane Batty and those guys in the old days played each other like 12 times in their career. Like, that's a rivalry. This stuff sucks now. The transfer portal's terrible. And all you athletes that think Division One is the best way to go and you just keep hopping around schools, stay where you're at. Be on a team. Build some character. Try to win. And, and take something out of it. Uh, just don't take the easy way out and leave. So there's mine. Well I don't said, think, Matt. Well I don't, said. I, say, I don't think you could have said it any better than that. I think the transfer por- portal bullshit, these guys think that their transfer portal, there's some free agent going into exactly. the free agency. You're just you're just being a, a coward and transferring schools. Like I, I, the free agency shit that they think, oh, I'm this big athlete going to this new school. It's bullshit. Yep. Agreed, Jared. I I just can't, Jared and Matt. That's perfect because they think that the grass is greener on the other side. And, and there's a great saying: the grass is greener where you water it. And, yeah. and those guys that want to go and just leave and, and take the easy route, man. If you just stay and just put in the work, you're gonna you're gonna res- your university is gonna respect you even more. They're gonna have fun with it. All that little stuff, but yeah, that that transfer portal they gotta they gotta figure out a way to make this thing better. Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest, I had no idea what you guys were talking about at first. It's but. the here's what it is, Job. It's the wild west of college athletics. You just go wherever you want. Yeah. You shoot and kill whoever you want. You just keep going yeah. around to find where you want to be. Yeah, now I have an idea, but uh, yeah, I the you know you gotta plant your roots somewhere and and make a name for yourself somewhere, no matter where you are, but. Yeah, I'm going to pass it over to Jeff because I know we talked about this. I was checking on his uh, pulse uh, during the uh, his 
uh, Luke's game yesterday, every inning, uh, just making sure I wasn't going to have to carry him off. Uh, but go it, ahead, Jeff. It was a little racy, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> very racy. Uh, real, long, quick, real quick, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. As long as you didn't need, need the AED from the Warwood Vets yeah. Club. <laughs> Which is, yeah, you're, out you're, of order. you're very out of luck if you go down in there. So my cool mug, my cool mug is I'm feeling a little frisky this weekend. I think my square, our, the, my family square is going to hit the board for the final. Well, Christ, you already hit two of them. You and, you and Weeks. Oh, you hit three? No, no, I'm going for the trifecta. Oh, I'm going to be a selfish bastard. <laughs> you know I apologize. What they say, pigs get rich, hogs go to slaughter. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I live that every weekend of my life, so it's all good. Champ tried to tell me that you told him that joke today about the pigs going to slaughter, and he couldn't. He, he said, Mark called me, and he said something about pigs going to slaughter or some bullshit, and, and he couldn't remember anything else. I told him riding down the street one day, there was some guy lost or something, and Champ was, uh, said, look at that guy. And I said, he doesn't even know the war's over. He laughed for 20 minutes. He said, I've never heard that before in my life. I bet he's telling that to everybody now. And my hot pit is, I'm going to keep it simple, um, if a man can be a winner in women's sports, we're all losers. Okay. Amen. All we're right. all losers. Okay. All right, that that's it. That, now we we had a conversation at the game about uh, what we were gonna what, what he was gonna bring up, and I think I, you know it's a it's a it's a charged it's a charged topic that a lot of people have strong opinions on. But I I I agree. I totally agree. Where, where do the women's rights groups come down on that? Does anybody know? I, I'm I, being serious. I'm not trying to be. And a I'm going to be honest with you. It's so crazy. It's been like literally a pin drop. Yeah. And like that doesn't make it, that makes no sense to me and either. It, and it makes me sick because I've got two really, really close friends that played soccer at our university. And, and I, I told them, I said, listen, if you guys were playing for a conference championship and, and a male stepped in that goal to, to try to defend that against you guys, how would you feel? And, and, and just speaking yeah. out with with a lot of my my friends that are girls that played college sports I would hate to see that happen to them. Yeah. Yes. And and I think I think you know be what you want to be, live your life how you want to live it. I think nobody has should have a problem with that. I think you you know you can choose to be what you want to be, live your life. Sure. But I think at the end of the day you're you're just you're Sure, you're being what you you are and what you want to be, but you're also taking away from you know girls that have worked really hard to be what they are. Now, do you know? It's a, again, it's a touchy subject, and I don't want to offend anybody, but I think that um, yeah, I agree with you. I think it just it you know where do you draw the line? Agreed. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, Job. Love yeah. who you love. Do what makes you happy. Just just yeah. got to do it the right way. I yeah. feel like yeah. Yeah, but you don't take opportunities from others who have earned them. Yeah. I, that's there's a reason there's women's sports and men's sports. You know, you just have to draw a line somewhere, and, and who knows where that line's going to be. But good, it's good. You had me on the edge of my seat all all, all day today. This part will be cut, but this is really no, good no, talking. no, it, no. It's not. It's not. We're going to keep it in here, and we're going to because because you know. It, we, it, hey, look, it, it's only going to be a matter of a week or two before they all hate us anyway. Yeah, so, you know, that's true. At least some people are going to hate every one of us. All right, Cools, what do you got for us? I just got a. It's a cold mug. It's uh, cold mug. So cold mug's the good one. Yeah. So I just got a cold mug one. It's a lock. You know me as a non-biased NBA fan. Yeah. I think the uh, Miami Heat will win the NBA Finals this year. That's Can my I year-long prediction? Could I parlay them with the Pirates winning the World Series? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about over sixty-five and a half? I'd start with that, Mark. I think you should parlay it. I think you should go Tampa Bay Bucks, Miami Heat, Tampa Bay Bays, and all champions. And that's unbiased. That's just completely you, unbiased. From, that's, that's I'm not just, from Tampa, Florida. It's an objective point of so, view. Totally from yeah. the gut. You don't. There's no. Truly from the gut. Yeah. Oh, Lord well. Cooley has spoke. Lord Cooley has spoke. But you you don't like any of those teams, do you? No, I don't. never watched a game. Okay, that's what I thought. They're like me. You're like me, uh, Jared. What do you got? 
kind of to go off of that, I think my cold mug is going to be the Pittsburgh Pirates will trade Brian Reynolds to the Padres, and the fan base will explode. PNC Park will be in shambles. It might be floating down the Allegheny River, but the Pirates will trade Brian that, Reynolds. That's my problem with the the Pirates. And I was a diehard Pirates fan like everybody else in here. But, okay, get the love key Brian Hayes. What, he's not going to be there. You you know in two years when he gets really good, he's going to be gone. It doesn't matter. Everybody says we're building with young talent. Yeah, I agree, and they do have some young talent, but – uh, every it, it it's a roller it's a it's a con- yeah. continuing rinse and repeat they epic. do the same thing it, every, it, it every never few stops years. and it's never going to stop when as long as that the ownership remains the same yep. as long yep. as mr Krabs is still in ownership it it ain't <laughs> going to change hey uh, uh, he doesn't buy chance in i heart radio does he i hope not i hope not we'll be canceled quickly one of the points though is that even if you have young talent, you still need veterans in the club. Exactly, to help lead the team and teach them how to win right. baseball games. Exactly, you're not going to win at that. You're not going to win at that level without veterans. You're no just way. not going to do it. No way. All right, you, and is, is that your? That, those... That's my my cold mug. I don't really have a hot pit. I, I I'm still learning a little bit about the the hot pit. Like we <laughs> said, we may need to, to we, we may out. need to, to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, that's my that's my cold mug. We're gonna we're, we'll we'll iron out the format here towards the you know the more we get into this. But hey. here's. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, you're all right. right. Say, I had another uh, thought here uh, about the uh, the cool mug. Uh, didn't you guys just get your ass beat in golf today? You two? By, by, <laughs> by Cooley's dad, sick. Rodney? That makes me sick. Because I want to shout out to him and James. They beat you guys today? Yeah, well, they were on us trying to give them a shout out. I'm not shouting out someone who just whooped my ass. But well, Cooley and I started out, out so Charter well. Kennels, baby. We cool, You should have seen this drive Cooley hit on the first hole. We, we ended up birdieing it. It was a par four at Crispin and Ogilvy. Cooley, unbelievable shot right down the middle. Hit the green. He drove the Whoa. green on a par four. Two great putts. We birdied it, and, and then it went all downhill after that. We were a mess. So were you playing? Were you playing a scramble? Two man scramble? Yeah, it was. It was Cooley and I versus his uh, versus his dad and his uncle. Yeah, and how how, how bad they beat you? Uh, two strokes. Two strokes. Yeah. You guys would have won if I was there. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this uh, this episode too with my I got I just have a hot a hot pit. Um, so this was in the news yesterday. So, um, there is a guy, his, his, his name is, uh, Frederick Newell Woods. Uh, if you've heard about this in the news in, I believe 1976, he kidnapped, uh, uh, 26 kids on a, on a school bus and he drove them out into the desert, I think, and he buried them all alive. And he de- he demanded a five million dollar ransom. It's the biggest mass kidnapping in history. He just got let he just got let out on parole. So I think this guy needs to go back into the in the slammer. What kind of a judge or whatever? I mean, how in the world does a man like that ever see? the light of day again that's gross yeah. and i've never i must be underneath a rock like we referred to earlier because i've never heard of this before i i didn't hear it i saw it in the news yesterday and it was one of the things that i wanted to just bring up uh Job, I, did that happen in canada yeah i okay. think i i it, i'm i'm big into crime and like like you know investigative stuff and you know interrogations and stuff so i watch a lot of a lot of this and i like you said i've never heard of this but i mean for a guy like that to be let out on parole 
Boy, enlightening way to end the show, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> really, really. That's very uplifting. That, uh, hey, but that's Canada. What I'm do you gonna, expect? I'm going to watch walking down the street here when we leave here. No, You're no. into crime. Yeah. Jesus. But so, so somebody brighten the day up. All right. That, hey, that hey, just, does anybody have any action in, on the NIT game going on right now? I'm, I'm a, I do not, but I would have definitely played Texas A&M. Well, it's 61-60, Texas A&M with eight minutes to go in the game. So Yeah. Well, good sorry. luck. Good luck to all you who got AM. <laughs> sorry, I drove this into the ground. <laughs> I just thought it was. I thought it was informative, but that's what well, was that your cool mug? <laughs> no, that was you, my. Hot you don't want to have him up for a drink at the no, party. He no, can't. No, he, no. he can't be allowed out of the country. Let's sing a Christmas some... song or something. No, no. I, anyway, let's wrap it up here. Um, thank you guys for coming in and uh, or uh, for for listening to this uh, for episode two. Uh, we've had a lot of fun the past two weeks. We're gonna keep it going. Can, can one. Of you guys order me an Uber. My car's parked like seven miles away <laughs> yeah. from here. Yeah, because of, of this concert. Of in here. Yeah, uh, Menopause it, it, the Musical is on uh, in the Capitol. If it's today. not bad enough that the potholes when you're driving would, through here looks like uh, Kosovo in the 90s. I was yeah. just going to say, Matt, don't sprain your ankle walking across Main Street. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode two. I uh, hope we gave you, again, some food for thought. And uh, we had a, a lot of fun uh, recording these past two weeks. We've got some big stuff coming. Keep keep in touch with us. Uh, we're going we're gonna to keep you up updated on our social media again we're twitter uh, at the at pine room podcast instagram the pine room podcast and facebook the pine room podcast our email is contact at the pine room podcast podcast.com send us questions uh comments things for us to, to discuss in the week uh we'll read that we'll you know we'll read your email here out on the podcast and and you know we'll have a, a, a lot of fun with the stuff we got going on so keep updated big things coming thank you to our producer mason thank you to craig Ballmer for having us down here again. And thank you to Corey Klug. I forgot to thank him last week. Thank you for having us down here, keeping us updated, you know, keeping all the files organized and sending me all the stuff. It makes doing this a whole lot easier. Uh, but yeah, uh, from everybody here down at the Pine Room, uh, that's, that's episode two. Peace. Wrap it up. Peace. Thank you, guys. that time the coolers are empty the food's all gone and the games are over but that's all right there's always next week follow us on social media to keep up to date with future shows and send any questions comments or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at the pine room podcast.com until then we'll see you here next time in the pine room